I'm just gonna make mouth noises. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. Oh. I'm Al. I'm Al. <laughs> Here we are. Man, I can't believe we're actually doing it. I know. Okay, three, two, one. Oh. Hi, welcome to the Dungeons and Dugouts podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, MLD. <laughs> I could edit air horn sounds in. I definitely will. <laughs> no, you just need to edit me going. Because <laughs> that's more fun. Come oh, on. You don't need to edit it if you're already making the sounds. <laughs> I'll just clip it and add it in like random spots. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I think what we were going to talk about today was let's meet the players, right? Like, yeah. Okay. So, so we're going to talk about major MLB players in history. And then you're going to give yes. me the lowdown on how to build a character and character classes. Potentially building a character it takes a long time, but okay. I will at least give you the lowdown on character classes Okay. because I think that's a good place to start. Like, okay. So when you're building characters, you are going to choose a race, a class, and a background. And I don't want to talk about D&D races at this point, because that requires a much longer conversation. But a lot of the, like, races are based off of, like, J.R.R. Tolkien's, like, lore from Lord of the Rings. But a lot of that is based in, like, super racist stereotypes and stuff. So that, like, question. Huh? Is Dungeons and Dragons based off of Lord of the Rings? So a lot of the lore is like it's not based off of Lord of the Rings, but it takes a lot of inspiration from Lord of the Rings. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So, um, but the game is not like the game is not tied to. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because the game itself, you can do like any adventure you want. So you could do a Lord of the Rings inspired D&D game, but you do not have to. It can be set anywhere with any characters in any realm. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so I think that talking about like races in D&D requires its own episode or its own conversation. Um, even talking about like the, you get certain like attributes or skills, features with okay. certain races that you play. Okay. And so even some of those things are based in like racial stereotypes that like is important to talk about, but like, yes. again- not it's, it's a separate conversation we can't just like brush it under the rug exactly so we'll we'll have that for a separate episode but we will get into character classes and i will i do have a which D class are you quiz if you want to take that i would love to take this quiz with you live and in action right now. <laughs> i mean we could do it after we talk a little bit about it so that way you get like a little bit more background on like what all the classes mean and then we could take the quiz if that's Unless you I want mean, to take it now and then be, and then I can My brain goes to let's raw dog the quiz and then you explain <laughs> yourself. Okay. That's where my brain goes All to. right. Let's raw dog the quiz. I already, I, I can already guess what I'm going to get because I am, I, I am Ranger main in my <laughs> whole personality. I was like, aren't you a ranger? Like I know nothing, but last I checked, <laughs> the TikTok does claim that she's a ranger. Um, yeah, I am very much a ranger main. When I, we were first starting to play D&D, um, like, the boys who knew more about it 
because like, I play with a whole my first group in my current group is a whole group of guys so uh when they were like helping me build my character they were like all right so you're probably gonna want to either be a druid or a ranger and I was like yeah probably like when they were explaining them to me and then they're like well with the ranger you could have an animal companion and I'm like say no more that's my character <laughs> I can have a pet yes please <laughs> so but then like I also just I Every time I play like Skyrim or any kind of game, I am a ranged weapon person. I enjoy very much the nature and exploration part of like RPG games. So I I feel very much like a ranger main. Like wisdom and dex are my are my two major skills IRL. <laughs> I'm out here thinking you're shapeshifting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what druids do, is druids shapeshift into um like different creatures. So like that's their main thing. Is that like okay. so and that's rangers- another type of character class? Correct. Okay, yes. so we've covered okay, so so we got druids and rangers. Yes. Okay. So those those are very nature-based, which like those I still vary you. Right. So <laughs> yeah. Every time I've taken a quiz like this, I either get ranger or druid. Most okay, often. Ranger. So I have a question for you. Without yeah. me taking this quiz. Uh-huh. Like, what would be your guess? Oh, that's for me. That's a good question. I hold on. I need to take a look. (laughs) So, hmm. Oh God, that's a good one. I think you would either be. I think you'd either be a sorcerer, a bard, or a fighter. One of those three. Does a bard like to drink? Uh, no. So, I mean, they can. That all depends Because on I apparently get drunk on Wednesday nights now, so. <laughs> yeah. Bards just sound like a drinking class. So, I mean, I can explain bards in a bit, but, like, any class can be a drinking class. So, like, my character that I play, Ellenway, like, she's a ranger, but she drinks, like, nobody's business, so. I love that for her. Yeah. Usually, like, I would say the main drinking classes are probably like barbarians. Oh, that. Okay. Barbarians, rogues. I feel like <sighs> clerics are like the secret drinkers. Like you don't expect them to because like they're kind of like the protectors of the party, but they will like down them. Bards, bards are the horny class like is the, <laughs> is the joke. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for telling me that I might be horny. Thanks. Okay, well, <laughs> but like that's the running gag is that like bards are the I guess they are kind of like big drinkers too, but like that's the running joke is that bards are constantly like trying to fuck everything. <laughs> that's not why I think you're a bard though. I think you're a bard because it's okay. I I understand how you perceive me. It's that fun. is not. <laughs> I think you're a bard because you have a big you have a long history of like um. One, you're very charismatic. I think you're, like, one of my most charismatic and, like, outgoing friends. And two, I think you're also very, like, you're a very, not, like, you have a history of, like, performing, of, like, of enjoying the performance of things. So, because you were in choir and you were in magicals and, like, you, did you ever do theater? You did, at least in seventh grade, or seventh and eighth grade. (laughs) (laughs) That's where my career ended, but I did do quite a bit of theater, like, prior to that as well so yes yeah. so okay. like that's why I think you're a bard or like potentially a bard okay because okay, cool. yeah you you have a lot of that kind of like 
outgoing, bubbly, like I I can entertain bard energy. I got you. I got yeah. you. Okay, this makes sense. Yes. All right, let's let's get into this quiz. Okay. What is my style? Might, magic, or guile? Is guile like it's just like um like being clever, like intelligent, like sly cunning. Okay. Might. Nice. I'm assuming might is like strength. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, what is your style? Might, magic, or guile? The options are might, nice and direct. Magic can cover for the other two. So I'll take that. I'll go with guile. The direct approach is neither the best nor the safest. Might and magic. Who says mages have to be squishy? Guile and magic. The thinking man's approach. Might and guile. Maybe I'm tough and nimble. Or hmm, a little bit of everything. I chose a little bit of everything for me because I kind of, I like being very versatile. I like being versatile, but I think I'm going to have to go with guile and magic. Okay. Interesting. All right. Next question. What is the best way to better oneself and become great? Hardworking study and or dedicated discipline, being naturally talented at things and just sort of shaping that talent, observing and contemplating the world around you, allowing it to inspire and teach you following the advice and example of those who are greater than yourself, using your own internal judgment to carve your path or experience, trying as many different things as possible. You need to take the bruise to learn how to deal with the pain. I hate to be like, I like the last option, but Uh I think, I think just like from like a growing up perspective, like my parents kind of threw me into a little bit of everything. And like, that's how I like figured out what I wanted to do. So I think that's what I'm going to have to go with. What'd you pick? I go with observing and contemplating the world around you, allowing it to inspire and teach you. I think I've always just kind of been like, I, I very much like just being an, like, I've always been like a people watcher. And I just Mm -hmm. like, I think learning from watching other people and trying to kind of like piece together how that like fits into the world and like into like my own perspective and like my past like just like the what I've learned I think I don't know I just I, th- I think look like observing other people and seeing how they do and then like comparing it to like other things and what I know yeah no that definitely feels like you yeah. <laughs> uh, at what range do you prefer to fight close I am the first line of defense to my friends in fear incarnate to my enemies close to medium I fight up close but I like to maneuver around the battlefield rather than taking a beating Medium, right in the middle where I can jump in wherever I'm most needed. Medium to long, I prefer to stay out of close combat, but be close enough to support my allies. Long, better safe than sorry. Others are more suited to taking a blow than I am. Or any, put me wherever you like. I'm effective at any range. Okay, I'm going to go medium. Okay. Because I'm a pussy. (laughs) And like... (laughs) Uh-huh. Like I know myself and like I can talk a big talk uh-huh. and be like, I'm gonna go beat that bitch up, but like I'm not gonna be the first one, like close range, like let's go. But if I'm in, right in the middle and uh-huh. there's an opportunity to jump in or someone like pushes me because I'm close enough in range, yeah. then I'd be like, Okay, give me a shot. Yeah. I do I did medium to long, um, because I I know I probably couldn't take a hit. But I also am very like protective. Like I will, I play support. Like in any yeah. game I've ever played, I'm very much 
the support class. <laughs> you are in life too. You're just a very supportive. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah. I'm kind of like in the background, but then like, as soon as someone needs something, I'm like, move out of my way. <laughs> like- yes. Yes. Correct. <laughs> All right. What is your weapon of choice? <laughs> my very body is my primary. <laughs> weapon. Oh, God. Light weapons such as danger or short swords. Daggers. What did I say? Danger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> such as danger. I am danger incarnate. <laughs> Reverse. Let's try that again. Light weapons such as daggers and short swords, quick and easy to conceal. Versatile weapons such as long swords and spears can be well wielded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In multiple ways or even thrown at your foes or paired with a shield. A weapon paired with a shield for protection. A weapon, a ranged weapon such as a bow or a crossbow or grenades. Who needs a weapon when you've mastered magic? a heavy two-handed weapon, the biggest you've got. All right. Well, I picked magic and guile earlier. Mm -hmm. You don't have to pick magic again. You can pick whatever you want. Well, and also like, I'm very much like reading into this as, as in like, okay, like what did I pick for like, what's my range of fighting going to be? Medium. Therefore what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But like what, so therefore I feel like a weapon paired with a shield, but also if I'm in a medium length battle range, I probably need some, some, something that I could pair with a shield, but doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily need a shield because you don't need a shield when you're close up. So I think I'm going to go versatile. Interesting. I went with ranged weapons because that is, that is what I choose in every game yeah. that I ever, I've ever played. Well, isn't, doesn't Ellen Way have a crossbow or a bow? She, she's a longbow. Yeah. A longbow. Okay. Ellen Way is a longbow. Um, but also I just love archery, Ar- archery, <laughs> archery, archery is just like, I've always just been fascinated by it. Like I would just, agree. I'm, I'm so attracted to every archer character I've ever seen. Like, I'm like, that person's hot. Susan Pevensey. God, <laughs> what, what I don't know woman. anything about you, but if you can carry a bow and arrow, I would like to know you. <laughs> I would love to know you. <laughs> okay, you supplement your march, your martial, your martial prowess with advanced combat, te- combat techniques. Jeez, we can't read today. Um, mobility, poison, traps, curses, something along those lines. Magic or supernatural abilities. Rage. With Marsh- four A's. <laughs> or martial prowess? You mean like fighting up close? I hope you're joking. What did you choose? Um, I'm going to go poison traps and curses. Oh, interesting. Because I feel like that's magic, but like also mm-hmm. some some clever guile, you know? Yeah. Oh, interesting. All right. I, I chose mobility. I like being, um, I like being nimble. Like I don't want to stay too close for too long i want to like get in do some do some punches or shoot some shoot some arrows and then get out and like somersault the frick out yeah no i got you all right what is the best source of power my own well-trained body it sounds like a gym bro um (laughs) lose that and any other power is in vain an active mind the drive to gather knowledge and the ability to reason and apply that knowledge are key um those two together is the worst kind of douchey Jimbro. Um, 
An unflinching spirit, the ability to stick by your beliefs and not give up in the face of adversity is what makes you a great person. Arcan magic, master arcana and the very fabric of the universe will bend before your fingers. Gods, spirits, demons. That's scary. Powers <laughs> God's mere mortal needs are kept secret by beings of great power. Nature. The power to give the breath of life and to take it away. It is a, it is cruelty and kindness, fire and water. Nature is everything. That's the one you're picking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to go an active mind. Yeah. 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 That's kind of all over the place though. No, that's okay. It's good. I think like that's what makes you like interesting. Like why I can't pin down like a like a class where I'm not like you're definitely this is because there's a lot of different facets about you that like can fit with multiple um, different classes that I think is really really cool. So, uh, what do you think of animals? Tasty. Great beasts are worthy prey. Animals are better company than people most of the time. Summoning magical creatures to help in battle is pretty useful, if that's what you're asking. I never really liked animals. The natural world is fascinating, or they're all right. Um, I'm going to summon magical creatures to help in battle. Because I, yeah. I mean, I like animals, but I, I prefer the company. Like, if it was just a singular dog, yes, but like not all animals, you know? Animals are better company than people most of the time. Is that I, what you pick? Yeah. I mean, my, my dream for the longest time was to move to Namibia and cuddle with cheetahs. I do remember that. <laughs> you read a whole book on going to Africa. I did. It was a plan. I thought I was going to be a zoology major in college. and yeah. Now she works with mice people. <laughs> now, I, yeah, I can't escape animals. I am with them constantly. Uh, How much magic would you be willing to learn? Would you dedicate your life and academic study of the supernatural arcane? I would dedicate my life to mastering my chosen kind of magic, but I don't think that academic study is the way to know the essence of magic. Magic holds the potential for great power, but it is too broad as a whole. I would focus magic more intensely on a more narrow scope of magic and master that. Magic would have to be an important part of my skill set, but I can't focus exclusively on it. I would only master what little magic really synergized with the rest of my skill set as an enhancement. I don't need to rely on magic. I have plenty of skills of my own. I feel like the characters that survive the best as someone who's never played D&D before mm -hmm. are the ones that are versatile characters, a little mm -hmm. bit of everything. Because if you're too good at one thing, you're probably going to have a weakness somewhere. So I'm going to go with, I only master what little magic really synergized with the rest of my skill set as an enhancement. That's what I went with too. Because okay. I, I think that, I don't know, I've just never been like a very heavy magic kind of person, like even in games. I just think it's, it's a nice support, but it's not like what I would want to do all the time. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm assuming wizards are very heavy in magic. Yes. Which like, I'm assuming unless you're not a wizard, magic is like a fun benefit, but it's not like. Um, not necessarily. We'll get into that when we go more in depth on the classes, but. Uh... I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, don't know, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, how good are you in social situations? 
amazing. I maneuver social waters easily. People usually have an opinion of me very quickly. I do all right. Not the most popular person around or anything, but I have a certain magnetism. Average, nothing to write home about. I'm kind of a loner by nature, so that pushes some people away. Animals love me. Oh, you meant like people or not very good. I'm either awkward or can come off as abrasive. Um, I, I went with, I do all right. Not the most popular person around or anything, but I have a certain magnetism. I also picked that because I tend to be kind of awkward upon first meeting. Like you have to yeah. break the shell. Same. I know with a lot of my like internet friends, um, my first thing that I would say to them, like if I talk to them, like either on video chat or just like discord call or something for the first time I would go oh my god you're a person <laughs> so like I'm you exist I, I was like wow you're like real and they're like yes hello <laughs> so I I can be very awkward but I I do think I, I have a certain charm <laughs> you do uh, all right last question what would you say is your greatest asset <laughs> asset <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Strength. I'm a really strong physically. Dexterity. I'm nimble, agile, and precise. Constitution. I'm really tough and healthy all the time. Intelligence. I possess the drive to learn, the capacity to attain a great deal of knowledge and develop logical reasoning. Wisdom. I am perceptive, insightful, few things escape my notice, and all things are part of a bigger picture. Charisma. I am likable and or possess a forceful, confident personality what's yours? Um, so I'm between dexterity and wisdom. Cause I, I feel like I'm a very perceptive and insightful person. Like I can read people very well, mm-hmm. but I, I went with dexterity because I like to joke that I'm like proficient in dexterity. So I've got like a really high bonus to like my dexterity rolls, mm-hmm. but I'm constantly rolling at disadvantage because <laughs> I'm clumsy, but I do think I'm very adaptable. And I think that I like I have like some kind of like grace at least from like my dancing background and everything. I got you I got you but I think mostly like the adaptability thing so anyway what's yours so I'm between wisdom and charisma because I feel like I do have a confident personality but Mm -hmm. I almost feel like it's like imposter syndrome (laughs) where like I like make myself bigger than I actually feel so it's like Mm -hmm. am I really that confident but also I feel like wisdom because like I know, I think I'm going to go wisdom. Cause I feel like I mm-hmm. notice a lot of things and I just like, don't say anything about it. And then people yeah. are like, Oh, you, you noticed that. And I'm like, yes, yeah. I see everything. Yeah. That's right. Like, I've noticed that too. Oh, but also, so those six, uh, choices that they have are like the main I, I don't remember if we talked about this last time those are like the main skills in D okay. that all of the okay. roles are based off of. So like the classes that you pick, will make you are usually based on like you're focusing on like these certain like skills and traits so like barbarians are very like heavy fighters so they're focused on strength and like um wizards are all about studying so they're very focused on intelligence so so i got ranger as no surprise (laughs) okay what are you guessing i got i based on everything oh god Based on everything, you were either, God, that's hard. I want to say, so wait, you, you said wisdom. Mm-hmm. God, that's hard. Wisdom, magic and guile, medium range. I'm either thinking you probably got rogue or sorcerer. 
Is You're wrong. Guess. What'd you get? It's a bard. You did get bard. Oh. I did. That's awesome. Yes. So you are a bard. Your power comes from your personal inspiration and manifests by evoking emotions in others, whether positive or negative. Known as entertainers, travelers, and people of the world, bards are notorious jacks of all trades, often having at least a passing knowledge of any given skill. Mostly, however, they are well known for their ability to talk their way out of almost any situation and befriend just about everyone. Bards use their performances to inspire others and can learn a wide variety of spells, even those normally exclusive to other classes. To supplement their already wide repertoire of abilities, a bard is a witty and versatile character that rarely excels in any particular area, but can adapt to almost any given situation and, and escape almost any bind. Yeah, that feels very me. I I would, I think, I do think you are very much a part. <laughs> like, I think that's very much you. I don't agree with them saying like, you're, you don't excel at anything as a bard. Cause bards are, because bards are very, um, when you start to hone your skill as a bard, like what you want to do, you can be extremely powerful. Like your charisma can be the thing you excel at. And like mm-hmm. that can get you out of a lot of situations. But also like, I don't know, bards are incredibly versatile. And I love that about them. But I think that they do have like a certain, um, depending on what you want to do, you can be like amazing at being a bard. So um, so for ranger, it says you're a ranger. Your skill set is a blend of naturalistic knowledge and personal survival skill. Rangers are at home in even the wildest and least hospitable places, such as vast jungles or suffocating caverns. They are skilled hunters and nimble warriors, a base which they supplement with impressive tracking skills and a vast knowledge of their prey obtained through observation and experience. Some rangers bond with an animal and battle alongside it as a partner, while others practice complex combat maneuvers or place a focus on stealthy ambushes. Some even focus on harnessing the magical power of nature, much like druids. Uh, A ranger is skilled and self-sufficient skirmisher who uses their mobility and skill set to fight effectively at any distance, especially against their favorite prey. I like it. I like it. All right. So... We've got the bard. We've got the ranger. Mm-hmm. What else we got? So I'm going to break the classes down into there's like three main like categories of classes that you can be. Okay. So there's casters, which are very magic focused. So these are like the heavy magic users. There's half casters, which are um, ones who are primarily going to be like um, com- combative classes, but they do have like magic that like is supplementary. Okay. And then we have martial classes, which primarily are just going to be like using weapons in combat. So casters, we have the druids. So okay. their their magic comes from nature. And so a lot of and like I mentioned before, they are able to shapeshift. So they are going to derive a lot of their magical ability from their connection to nature. Bards. So bards um, do it by studying whether whatever college they go to. There's a lot of different bardic colleges. Oh, I can go to college? Yes. <laughs> D&D? Yeah, you can. So like... Okay. Um, but I'm you are going... That they're focused on education. Yes. So, but their magic kind of comes from like the charisma and like um their ability to entertain so like there's bards who like excel in song like like you know from like the witcher or um like yaskir but then there's also bards who will excel in like storytelling so like they're gonna so that's kind of where they how they express their magic okay 
clerics. So clerics are um, uh, a class that derive their magic from their connection to a deity or to their like religion. So they are going to like worship a god and then the god will help them give magical abilities. Okay. Wizards do everything by studying. So they are going to go to a school and learn the ways of magic. And then sorcerers, their magical ability comes kind of like from within. There's something about them that has like an inherent magical ability that will come out, however. So there's one of the like main subclasses, which subclasses are a whole other thing that maybe we can go into someday. Okay. But there's um, one subclass of sorcerer is a draconic sorcerer. So there's a bloodline um of like dragons who like somewhere in like your bloodline you have dragon heritage and so that draconic magic like flows through you and then comes out and now you have magic wah <laughs> so just want to know who is sleeping with a dragon but that's <laughs> another story for another day well dragons can also shape shift into like humans so like okay okay so they might have not known yeah they might not know <laughs> but then again they might have known and people in D will like sleep with anything <laughs> they can it's i mean i have been very fortunate in not having very horny D parties although as of late are you kidding like, me because i can think of one person in your D party that i could definitely see being like that no i know and you'd think that they would like sleep with everybody but they haven't except now they have like their character has a feet fetish or like has a foot fetish so I don't like, like that yeah, it's a. Uh, it sounds very dumb though. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's very fun to like play off of and just like have that be like a weird thing that happens. Like, tis a consensual foot fe- <laughs> foot fetish amongst the table. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Half casters, as okay. I had mentioned, will most like will mostly be doing like combat but they have magic that like assists them. So there's artificers. So they're doing a lot of tinkering. So their magical abilities or like the things that they are creating have like some sort of magic inside of them. But they're, they're kind of like inventors, they're tinkerers. There's paladins who are very similar to clerics but have a little bit more of a um, fighting style. And also they're power doesn't come strictly from worth worship but from like an oath that they've taken so it's like a dedication to a god and um and then there's rangers so rangers are mostly just going to do whatever combat that they do but then they also derive their magic from nature similar to druids okay then we have the martial classes so we have fighters so these are like your basic like knight that's what they're called is just fighters fighters yes so they're they're kind of like your standard like character like they they're very versatile they can pretty much do anything okay they're like if you picture like a knight or any kind of like character with a sword that's fighters okay basically barbarians so their main thing is that they have the ability to rage which like allows them to have like more powerful attacks so they're they're the ones who are on the front lines constantly monks who um have a lot of like uh inspiration derived from like martial artistry okay um, and then there's rogues who are very like stealthy sneaky like going in doing a lot of stabby stabs 
Um, <laughs> it's the best way to describe them. They're the ones who are typically going to be like the con artists, like the charlatans, the ones like who an are assassin like, kind of like assassins. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's another subclass of rogue is assassin. Like there's... I feel like I would admire those people from afar and utilize them, but I would never have the ability to like <laughs> muster up the courage to like train to do that stuff. Playing rogues are really fun. I've I've only played a couple and I've played them a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Mine are always very morally gray. <laughs> so like one of my rogues is a um he's an assassin, but he's also a baker. <laughs> so he's baker by day assassin like hitman by night and he is a special weapon that i found that turns people into bread once they like once he kills them <laughs> they can't be found so they can't be found and then he uses the bread for his bakery it's perfect. that that is wonderful i have no issue with that um and then my other rogue was half rogue half um death domain cleric i want to say so death like domains of clerics is part of their subclass so So you can mix them yes you can multi-class can you multi-class like okay so you say there's like three like umbrellas so like can i multi-class like like i guess i'm trying to say like can i multi-class to like marshall like Mm -hmm. okay but i could also like cross over classes correct there's also a class that I have not mentioned because I was like trying to look up what class it technically or like what category it technically fits into. And everyone in like the the consensus is kind of like they don't really have a class that they fit into and that's warlocks. Okay. And so okay. warlocks derive their magic. So they're mainly a casting class, but their magic is very limited because okay. their magic derives from a pact that they've made with some kind of greater being whether that's a demon or like an eldritch entity or like a celestial like angel person depends on what what, on what route you want to go okay but they're they're just gonna do uh derive from like some kind of pact or deal that they've made so ellen way my ranger is wow (laughs) ellen way is a ranger primarily but she is also multi-classed into warlock so originally her pact was with this arch fey so like this basically like god from the fey wild plane okay um but more recently she was kind of getting fed up with her patron which is what you call like the person that you made your pact with um so she she switched to some like random being she has no idea where they're from why they're there or how like what their magic is about but she she has <laughs> their powers now so that's been very fun to like uh go through warlocking with with LOA. um but yes multi-classing is really fun i think it's super interesting to like do different combinations of classes i love that yeah and then there's backgrounds when you're creating a character um i won't go too deep into that I, I would describe your background as like one something from your backstory like that it kind of fills out your character a little bit more so like your class is like what you do how you do it things like that um I like to think of your background as like what you do on the weekends <laughs> so like, <laughs> so there's like um uh Illinois background is outlander so like Outlander is basically just like I've like been a loner my whole life I've just been wandering around I know 
like the area that I've been traversing and stuff like that. Um, but then there's other backgrounds like entertainer, like folk hero. Um, one is like acolyte. So like someone who like works in a temple. So like you can have ones that like go very hand in hand, like bard and entertainer make a lot of sense or ranger and outlander, druid and outlander make a lot of sense together. Um, but there's also, I've seen like really awesome combinations. Like um, one of my players plays a barbarian, but her background is an entertainer. So she really likes to play with that in her character. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. So like, I would give your background, there's a background that's called athlete. So I would definitely say like, you have a background an athlete but you are a bard interesting mm-hmm. this is all very intriguing I like don't understand it and also I think like the thing that like still gets me is like <laughs> I'm creating this character and I'm like dedicating time to this character like in another world yeah that like is imaginary like yeah. there's no like tangible thing yeah and I think that's the thing that gets me is like I admire that you put so much time into it because I'm like I would never. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I might. Gonna. <laughs> gonna make you. Um, but I just, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, like, it just takes up so much, like, which is, again, like, why I feel like I don't, I don't get into certain niches mm-hmm. as much sometimes. Because, like, like, just, like, using baseball as, like, an example. Like, mm-hmm. I guess, like, my thing with that is, like, am I like tangibly, like, do I meet the players? Do I, you know, like X, Y, and Z? No, but like, it's something that's like going on, like in the real world. Like, it's not like a figment of my imagination. Like it's actually happening. And like, I can go to a game and like, watch it happen real time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can feel those emotions real time. Whereas like what you're doing is like, just it's great, but it very much like reminds me of like video games. Like, yeah, it's a different, it's a different form of like serotonin release. I feel like. Yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's the classes. Um, I feel like I've taken up a lot of time going on. Oh, it's okay. I feel like this was a good conversation to have. Yeah. Also, I feel like you did a lot more like prepping. (laughs) (laughs) We've been like really busy at work and then like Girl, I get it. I apologize. Like I didn't do like as much prep as I No, you're good. As I should have, but, but I, I think it. like what we were gonna talk about in terms of like baseball, if we want to like transition, um, was like major players in MLB history. And I think I wanted to start with like like you telling me like who are your like when you think baseball, like who do you think of? Oh boy. That's interesting. I mean, I definitely think of like Jackie Robinson, Babe Ruth. Um, like more recently, I think of like Sammy Sosa. Like I remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember playing like MLB 2005 and like, <laughs> I remember all of the controversy around like steroid use and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. Um, Derek Jeter comes to mind again. For some yeah. 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 Yep. One of the best shortstops like probably um, ever <laughs> and then I just think of like other Cubs players like Chris Bryant and, yeah yeah Anthony Rizzo because yeah. like, they're more recent and like from the series yeah winning yeah. but 
like on the flip side of that too, like, yes, they were like huge in the Cubs, like going and like winning the world series, but like also like those players that you name, like Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant. And like, if yeah. you want to loop in like, um, like Wilson Contreras and like mm-hmm. those people, they're like in the middle of like, I feel like making their name on the game. Like Anthony Rizzo has mm-hmm. been in the game for a long time now. Like, yeah, I want to say he's approaching like eight, 10 years plus. Like, Jeez. I mean, he's been in the game and like, I think too, it's interesting. Cause like we judge players on like how good were they while they were playing the game, mm-hmm. but also like Anthony Rizzo, for example, like he has a huge charity, like outside of playing baseball. So it's yeah. like one of those things of like, using your your position as a player to like mm-hmm. also give back to the community that you're serving in so like yeah. I mean he like I mean he had cancer fa- like f- I say famously had cancer but like he yeah. had cancer he beat it and like now he like does fundraisers and like runs for cancer so like I know that I, he had cancer I don't know if I knew that <laughs> yeah I know he got drafted by the Red Sox and had cancer when he was, um, like coming up in the organization and, um, while he was undergoing treatment, they like kept him on in the organization. And then, yeah, after that, he like mm-hmm. finished up and like beat cancer and now he's been playing in the league. So Damn. yeah. And he's thriving. I mean, now he's with the New York Yankees, but yeah. So yeah, I think that that's like a good place to start. I mean, you have like Jackie Robinson, like 42, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he was the first black baseball player to like break the color barrier and like the challenges. And I think like, yes, he had a great career and like, he was a great player, but also like, I think the things he did for the game of baseball in terms of like culture of baseball, Mm -hmm. like make him just that much more of a staple. I mean, there's a whole day of baseball where everyone in the league wears 42. There was Mm -hmm. a movie made by like about like his journey of that, like people still refer to him as like one of the greats. And then like, if you're, you know, going off of like black players that like made an impact in the game, you know, you have like Minnie Minosa and um, Ernie Banks, who was like Mr. Cub. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then like Minnie Minosa was like Mr. White Sock. Like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like you have those people as well that like made their, like they made a name for themselves, like in their like home home state, home team. Home I don't, team, I don't probably. know how you want to say that, but then like now I think it's so interesting because it's like, like right now they're in the middle of like voting for, um, a hall of fame ballot as well. So like, mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of new names on there, but like I grew up with players, like, well, the players that I think of, like when I think of like greatest players of all time, I'm like Paul yeah. Konerko, Jim, tell me. And like, oh, those sure. are guys that hit a lot of home runs and like, we're a part yeah. of like really big white Sox teams. But like, I'm like, like Jim Tomey is in the hall of fame. <clears throat> I believe. I hope I said that. Mm. I'm going to have to Google that really quick. <laughs> the spoken people are going to be like, you're wrong, but no, I'm almost positive. Yeah. He was inducted into the hall of fame in 2018. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, but like, yeah, Jim Tomey, I think like Tim Anderson is like, like becoming a face of baseball now, but I think too, like, like you have like history, like, so you have like your Jackie Robinson and your Babe Ruth and like Mm -hmm. shoeless Joe Jackson. Like those are all like names from like way back then that like, you're like, okay, like these people are never going to be forgotten in the game. Then you have people that like, 
I mean, your parents are baseball fans. My mom and dad are baseball fans. So like they talk about like their favorite players and you're like, well, surely those had to be the greatest players. Cause like, why else do they talk about them? But then you're like, no, just kidding. And like Derek Jeter who like played, you know, when, I mean, his career was coming to an end as like, I was coming up in baseball, but like, yeah. I mean, you have like those people that are going to be remembered for a really, really long time. But then you also have people that are playing now that are becoming like the new face of baseball, like right. these young people, like Tim Anderson, Fernando Tatis Jr., like Manny Machado, Corey Seager, Chris Bryant, um, yeah. Baez, like you have all of these players. And now even like Shohei Otani, he's like this huge, like anomaly right now. He just won unanimous MVP, meaning like literally everyone voted for him. Oh shit. Yeah. But he is a two-way player. So he is a designated hitter and he is a pitcher. So like, he's oh. one, he's like one of the first players in the MLB, like since like basically like Babe Ruth to do like to play on both sides of the field. Damn. So like, I think I did hear about that. I don't think I remembered the name. Yeah. I mean, he hit 40 plus home runs this year and he had yeah. an ERA that was like in the threes, which is like, a really good, like average ERA. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, dude is just like an insane phenom from Japan. Like, and he's super young. He's yeah. Also super cute. <laughs> he's just good looking too. But like, I just think it's interesting, like how, like the perception of like, who's the greatest player of all time. Yeah. Because also like I was saying too, like, were they a good person off the field? Yeah. 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 Definitely an interesting conversation to have. But yeah, yeah. I do think it's interesting also, like, when we think of, like, even when I was, like, trying to think of, like, players that I could think of, I, I, like, I couldn't remember his name, but I remember, I, like, looked it up. Derek Lee was, like, another one, but I remember he used to be my favorite player on the Cubs. He was a pitcher, right? Yeah. No, he was a first baseman. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He was a first baseman on the Cubs in, like, 2005. Yeah. I want to say. So, like, he, Yeah. He was, um, cause he was, I think I, I, at the time, like was a first baseman for softball. So like, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be just like Derek Lee. Yeah. I know. I think like in terms of like, obviously like my favorite teams, like, mm-hmm. like my favorite team of the white Sox, like right. my like two, like big, like my two big ones were like Paul Canerco and Mark Burley. Yeah. Cause like when I was playing softball, Mark Burley was like one of these anomalies, like mm. that he wasn't, he didn't pitch fast, but he had really good movement on his ball. So he was effective. And like, he was really good. Like when he played for the white Sox and like, you know, like, yeah, I looked up to him and like, that was like who my number, like when I was playing travel softball, like that's who my number was. Cause like, I also didn't pitch very fast, but like, if I moved the ball really well around the plate, like I was effective. So I was like, Oh, I'm like the Mark barely of softball. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah. And like Paul Canerco, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there were commercials made when, like when I was a little kid. Cause like, he didn't yeah. used to like run when he would hit, like people used to complain. He would just like jog, like he wasn't uh-huh. a very fast runner. And that just resonated with me because I'm also a very slow runner <laughs> because yeah, uh-huh. I will never forget the time my freshman year, the only year that I played softball in college. Um, my coach asked me if I was actually trying to run or no. that, that slow. Oh yeah. my god. Yep. That sucks. The shade. The shade. The shade. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just I feel like I haven't yet been able to like 
you have just so much good to talk about D and D that I'm like, I feel like I've, I've been slacking on the dugouts portion. I, I, I just also, I'm, I, I do this like all, I mean, I know you like keep up with baseball, like pretty much every day, but like, I, I play four, I'm in four campaigns currently. So like I'm, and I, you know, that's my brand on TikTok and like, yeah. like it's something no. that I really not like had to but like I really ingratiated myself like into this niche and also like being like a feminine presenting person like you have to know a lot about D&D or else like people are going to like make fun of you or like you know like look down on like how much like oh are you really a D&D player so it's something that I like have to get into and like I I also know that like you don't know as much about D&D so I don't want to overwhelm you with like everything because I could just inundate you with like all of the subclasses and all of this other stuff <laughs> and that yeah it's it's overwhelming but also I'm my knowledge is in D&D is pretty much only in 5e which is fifth edition D&D so it's gone through multiple editions okay so like the stuff that I'm giving you is just about fifth edition D&D because I think that's the most commonly played now like I think that's the most widely used version mm-hmm. of D&D um but if I went back to like the first edition of Dungeons and Dragons it's vastly different like really have, oh you have no idea I mean fifth well, edition I is very <laughs> fifth edition is also very different from 3.5 which like 3.5 did you go from 3.5 to 5 no i started with 5 so like 5 is the most recent is the most recent edition of DD. but a lot of people play with fifth edition so like i i only really know that but like even watching um stuff with like that talks about like classic DD. like there's a play called she kills monsters which is a really really good play okay um it's based in like the 80s so it is they are talking about like the classes of characters that's in the play and, and they've, <laughs> they're like gone and I'm watching them like one of them's like elf and I'm like that's not a class <laughs> like that is, like and then I'm like and then I'm like oh it's not it's not fifth edition elf like they that's yeah from a long time yeah. ago so so yeah I think not I just, I just, my brain spinned again. Um, <laughs> we're doing revolutions around the sun. This is what we're going to do next time we record. Yeah. I'm going to, we're going to build a team of the greats. Oh, okay. Like I'll pick one player for each position that like stick out to me Ooh. and we'll talk about them. I think that sounds great. Okay, cool. I'd love to hear about that. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> All righty. Well, see you guys next episode. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Dungeons and Dugouts podcast. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at Dungeons and Dugouts and on Twitter at Dungeons and Dugs. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.